You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Valentine's Day edition of Inside the Locker Room. Joe, I like to check the poll out there and see where we stood. I told Jenny I uh, I had to wait to see what the poll said or I would be uh, not listening to the people. So the total poll will be over this morning. I think you're using a 24-hour poll, and that would determine her evening. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wim Sanderson 1 if you want to follow a great producer with also has the show The Cup of Joe, Joe Gaither 6. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. Take us with you anywhere you go. Email us, wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. We respond to just about most of the emails there, unless you're just like, just telling us something that you want us to throw on the air, then usually we'll just put it on the air. It's that time of year again, guys, and today would be a great day to do this. The honeydew list is growing, and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that nude fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about, and there's only one product to use, and that's pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Yellowwood offers proven protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack, so you know your project will last for years to come. Head on down to your local Yellowwood dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find your dealer close to you, and if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Now, we have an outstanding show today. Uh, we've got our main man, Kevin Skarbinski, at the bottom of the hour. Kevin's always very good. At the top of the hour, Justin out at Tuscaloosa Toyota will be with us. He sold out a car. So we'll talk a little bit about Tuscaloosa Toyota. Also, we'll talk about uh, having to deal with Dad and sell him a car, how difficult that is. Poor Justin did not know that he should not have given Dad his cell number, but he did. So we'll talk to him about that. And then 815, guys, Seth Greenberg with ESPN, uh, with game day. He's seen Alabama. Alabama, obviously, no doubt will talk about ranked number one. So we'll talk all hoops with Seth Greenberg. So if there's any uh, question or something you want us to ask, ask Seth, you're welcome to uh, send it to Joe or to email to me at wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. Happy Valentine's to everyone. Did you take care of Jenny? I'm sure you did. I'm waiting on the poll. You didn't listen. Okay. You didn't listen. You I didn't heard listen you. I, I heard said. you. I can't believe you're waiting on the poll. You better, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, hope everybody has a good day and all your loved ones are hugging you and that's good. So, because sometimes you Whatever. Okay. Uh, last night, Jim Laranega, who's a very good friend of mine, like him a great deal, used to be at uh, Virginia when, Bar- when Scott, my son, was the coach, a freshman coach, goes into North Carolina and beats Carolina at Carolina. Carolina is just one of the group now, like kind of like Duke is in the, in the ACC. Uh, Baylor has a pretty a tough game, a pretty hard game against West Virginia, but they get by that one. Darby Rich, who was a player for me and a strength and conditioning coach at, at Texas Tech, uh, their Texas Tech team beat Texas last night in an upset. 
good win for Darby and his group. So I had a nice little um, note for him this morning. Um, the new um, um, on, a, on a sad note, but I got to announce it because I, I don't usually don't try to stay away from things like this as much as I can. Michigan State had a 43-year-old man come on campus Jeez. and killed three people. And the other five that he wounded are in serious condition. Um, Michigan State athletic stuff is off for the day, uh, of course. But uh, to think that you would, somebody would come in off the campus that's really secured this the way it is. And uh, three people lost their life, and it looks like some others are, are going to lose their lives. So it's a... Uh, Sad day at Michigan State, and uh, so uh, we'll see what happens. I uh, will say this to you: um, from what I can find out and gather, maybe I'm way behind. With the new expansion, uh, they're going to have two common opponents in football, not three. That's the latest I have gotten. And it could, if I could be, I could be wrong. So you can get me if I am. And I would just say simply that Alabama will be Auburn and Tennessee. Uh, you can argue that all you want to, whatever what it should be, because there will be a bunch of arguments there. Um, of the money that's collected in 21-22, uh, Alabama led the league, uh, 214, a little over $214 million. Uh, Mississippi State was sort of last. I don't really mean to say who's last, just kind of comparing. Mo Miss was next to it. That's the reason I talk about NIL all the time, how hard it is to get money. Um, the leading person in the country for you know big power schools was Ohio State. They got $251 million. Uh, no big deal because they're not in you know, competition uh, with, with anything. So um, that that is that. And um, – um, We've got basketball tonight. Barry is playing down. I, I checked it. I checked where he's going to. He got his little town is really in Hancock, um, Alabama. But uh, I've been checking out how to get there. So Vanderbilt, uh, Barry's playing tonight, and and a, and a tough game he's got on the road. Very tough. Um, Vanderbilt's at South Carolina tonight, which is nothing. This year, a fan of one of those two. Missouri is at Auburn, which is uh, with, with with the hard work that Auburn had put through to play Alabama. A uh, tough game for Auburn, probably, on ESPN2. And LSU is at Georgia, uh, which is take-it-or-leave-it kind of game. And the Auburn game will be at, at 6 o'clock. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll talk about tomorrow, but of course Alabama goes to Tennessee into a huge game. I've explained to you that uh, Alabama wins that. They're going, you know, they they're in great shape. They they are number one today. Uh, I don't know how many years on what we were one time, uh, but twenty years ago they were number one. So they're number one, which is exciting. I'm sure for you for the Alabama basketball fans, but uh, it's like Nate said. It's a uh, you know it just it really just gets people after you a little bit harder. But anyway, that's if you like that, then that's what's taking place. That's all I got, son. Uh, Joe, what's the point? We got an out, ladies, ladies. So I have people tell me, "Oh, you only have men that vote on that." That's why the they're saying Valentine's Day is not that important. If do we have any lady listeners? If we do, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know where you're listening from and go vote. 
Right now, Joe, what what is the percentage right now? They got one hundred and twenty six votes. Eighty six percent say Valentine's is overrated. <laughs> so, ladies, get on there and vote, uh, Joe. I don't know how. That, I guess you go to the Tide one hundred point nine app. I mean, uh, Twitter to find it. It was probably buried deep down in there from yesterday, but. Uh, I don't know if we can retweet that, but ladies, yeah, we'll put it right at the top for the rest all right, of the hour. ladies, go vote. If we have any lady listeners, I would like to know uh, where you're from. Now, uh, Joe, what was the vote? Right now, it's like eighty-five percent are saying it's 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 a bogus holiday. Okay. Uh, now, Jenny got me a tumbler this morning. She left the price tag on. It's a tall tumbler. It's forty. It's a forty-three dollar tumbler that she got me this morning so um anyway she left that price tag on purpose i guess i guess she did i, I may have bought it uh, i gotta go check what she did over sunday because she told me she only went to a couple places then i saw another charge she go went to five below you ever been to five below sure so she went to five below and bought a bunch of stuff so i had to ask her this morning what was all that it wasn't it wasn't that much of five below. no well that was all for max valentine's day party uh that she spent all the money at five below so all right uh we're going to ahead and take the break we got joe holding joe is going to take longer than two minutes i know so i'm not going to squeeze joe here we'll take the break we'll get back we'll get joe look forward to uh the rest of the show like i said kevin skarbinski at 7 30 justin troll out at uh tuscaloosa toyota at eight and seth greenberg at 8 15 we'd love to have your phone calls as well royal cleaners They'll make life easy for you. They'll come right to you guys, pick up the cleaning, get it all cleaned up, deliver it right back from the suits, the dress shirts, to those beautiful golf shirts that are well over $100. Let those uh, go to the cleaners there. Let them clean them up, hang them up. Uh, you put them right back in the closet. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call, 205 391 Three, four. You listen to Tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty nasty wreck on 2059 westbound, right before exit 71B. That's 359 exit. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. Polls are now open in Tuscaloosa County and the city of Northport for a special school district tax referendum. A yes vote would add $75 a year more for every $100,000 for a home's appraisal. The additional funds would go to improve schools in the Tuscaloosa County school system. Only registered voters outside the city of Tuscaloosa are eligible to vote. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today with a mild afternoon, the high 71. Tonight, increasingly cloudy and breezy. Showers arrive after midnight, the low at 57. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and mild. A chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The lonesome friends of San say the world will end most any day. A great song. Joe. This is Rihanna. John T. Ryan, listen to it. This is these words. That's just talking. That's not singing, is it, Joe? Oh, that's great. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine. Don't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline, get Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Morning, coaches. Morning. Tennessee. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great. And I know you are. Yeah, You've got a huge, huge game tonight. But before I get to that, Tennessee has a chance to make history tomorrow night. Have y'all done heard this? Beat number one Beat football and basketball in the same year? And basketball in the same year. It's set up to happen, Joe. That ain't no big deal. It's set up to happen. It's it's the perfect storm for Tennessee. Did you hear what Wimp just said, Barry? That ain't no big deal. That is a big deal. (laughs) That's a big deal. For Tennessee? For Tennessee to finally beat Alabama football? It's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. Okay. Let me tell you something. Tennessee, Tennessee beat Alabama 10 straight times. Yeah, but they I also have just lost 16 straight. So, it goes in cycles. You don't think that was a big deal of Tennessee people knocking it, it off It goes Alabama? in cycles, son. But say it's not a big deal, that's that's asinine. But look, Wimp, Wimp, the big deal is Alabama's number one in basketball. The football, yeah, you're right. History, it's all there. Okay. I agree with you 100%. Okay. The big deal is we're number one in not basketball. Not asinine, Barry. The same uh, way it was. They have, if you had lived through the it's I, 10 or 12 years that, that, that Tennessee beat Alabama, you would be asking that. Tennessee but beat they, Alabama. But they haven't beat them in so long. And so? For, for them to beat them this year with Alabama yeah. number one, it, it happened, happened so there long. And the, you got the two score, coaches two coaches sco- had to leave because everybody got mad. To score 52 Barry. points on Alabama, that's no big deal. Okay. No. Hey, okay. Barry. Yeah. Barry, I'll tell you what I tell all your generation. When me and Wimp was growing up, the only time Alabama was on TV was once a year on ABC against Tennessee. We were never on TV against Auburn until 1970, and it took both of us being 11 and 0. Johnny Musso, 31 to 7, we beat him, and then we both got waxed by Oklahoma and Nebraska in the Orange and the Sugar Bowl. So well, I'll tell you what, time. you guys. Find any Tennessee fan that's a real t- and say, "Was that a big deal beating Alabama in football this oh, yes, year?" I, they're going to say, "Oh, I wouldn't argue that way." They're going to say, "H E double hockey steps." Yes, uh, it was a big they'd deal. Say they'd say it's a big deal. Of course they will. You oh. say, 
sure they say did that. Y'all, I mean, uh, did y'all fix did, fix the question where you'll sound good? <laughs> well, you said it was no big. Well, the, he fixes the question where his answer will sound you good. You said that they had a chance to knock off number one, and he said, always and he that. said that's no big deal. Correct. It's, Always fix the questions where your answer will sound good. Okay. Did I? Did I? <laughs> what did I make up there, Joe? He said that's no big deal. I, I think he's disappointed that you knew the answer and he didn't. Yeah. To what? To what? To, what? to, to my it, question. What was the question? question? Exactly. He's not listening this morning. <laughs> hey, did y'all see the other stat about Tennessee? I mean, they're going to lead. They're going to lead the nation in ticket sales again. Their basketball team is averaging over 18,000 a game. They're going to be the second opponent for Alabama with Auburn when when they go to the uh, 16 teams. Joe, do me a favor. Will you do me a favor? Will you put a little heat on the whoever, the board of trustees, Greg Byrne, the president? If Alabama in 20. 21 brought in 214 million. It's time to start moving some dirt on this new. Oh, arena. you say that every day. Just let them do what they want to do. Okay. This, this, <laughs> I mean, I watched uh, Texas Tech last night. Man, what an arena! What an atmosphere! We can't create that atmosphere here. I thought I think the atmosphere at Alabama for the games I've been to have been pretty good. Yeah, but the students are around the court. It's, I mean, it's good as it can be. Oh, well, nothing, nothing's ever as good as it can be. <laughs> nothing ever is as good as it can be. So you think that's a... No, a, I'm not arguing with you. But I mean, it, it, uh, when, when guys handle their money, and you talk about millions of dollars, and you've got all them cotton-picking people to feed and, and 18 women's sports and 18 men's sports you, uh, in three meals a day, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of money goes, goes out of there. Okay. Get that right. Well, if football needed it, they'd build it, wouldn't they, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. They would. Oh, I, I agree football, that. Would. Football yeah. plays. But, guys, I, I told you all the story with my buddy at UAB and what it cost to send a baseball team to Texas, El Paso, yeah. and, and San Antonio and play a weekend series and then play, stay, and play because you can't afford to come back yeah. and go back again. Volleyball, baseball, I mean, softball, it's all the same. Hey, I, got, I had an athletic director get mad at me because we won two games in California against yeah. Colorado State and Arizona and had to go, had to stay out there all week and play uh, Loyola Miramont when we got beat. But I had to stay a whole week, wasn't he? He's flying back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, got, we sorry know- got in the NCAA. Yeah. We know who that athletic director was, too. And he was football, football, football. He was. Whatever. Hey, Barry, you're going to load them up, get them on the bus, go to Cracker Barrel, and eat those pancakes. <laughs> we you know, that's Bobby, that was Bobby Knight's pregame meal. No, he, yeah. Barry, don't need to do that. Well, he's talking about me. He's talking about the players. Hey, I do have a lot of my players <laughs> that eat pancakes before the hey. game. Yeah, you, that, that was a well, good Well, we're not going to go to Cracker Barrel. We're just going to – I don't know what they're going to eat them. They can eat whatever they want. We got a little small bus just taking our team. It's a long way. I tried to tell them we needed a big bus to get the students up there, but uh, it's hard to get to Rockford, Alabama, Joe. Yeah, got to yeah, go, I, I go 231 out of, out of Silicon. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I dated a girl from Goodwater, and that's when I went to the uh, Wimps' favorite Alabama-Auburn game that Saturday night when they brought John Mingale back into the game. I saw John. Yeah, the guy called me. Uh, Tim Wharton called me when he and I to play John Milgale and a guy that owns Farm Links, David, and uh, uh, we never did get it, get it worked out. I see, I, I see Mingale from time to time. Yeah, I wasn't it's a head expensive. coach, by the way. No, but you you know how. Oh man, that game it was that was almost as bad as Dale Brown dropping the ball down. At LSU. All right, Joe. I'm did you see you. Dale Brown, Barry? Did you see Dale Brown last night on SEC? By the way, let me say this to Joe and all our listeners tonight: that they'll show a big segment of I think Alabama basketball. Last night they showed Dale Brown, and I know, I I know when I look in the mirror, y'all say I look old. I guess you say I look old. I'm telling you right now, Dale Brown looked like death eating a cracker. He is old. Um, and, and they, you know, he talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. Half of it was right, half of it was whatever. But the SEC storied his own, and tonight would be a good night to watch it, I think, because it goes some, somewhat with my They came by the house and did some stuff. I'm not trying to get you to watch me. There'll be a lot of different stuff. Just ladies' basketball is on there. Really good ladies' basketball. Tennessee, of course, takes it over. But, um, I think you'd enjoy watching that every night. Really and truly, it's very good. I'm gonna if I'm not here tonight, I'm gonna have have it taped. There's a big controversy with Dale Brown right now over there in Baton Rouge. Well, they had a big sting. He hit the first minority player. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. The court, the court, yeah, the court. Right? They named the court. That's after what the... I was fixing to tell you. That's what I was fixing to say to you. Okay. The first minority guy that was on there, he named him last night, and I call, uh, 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 call it Temple. But it was, uh, yeah. But uh, was on the board of trustees, uh-huh. and uh, uh, it didn't look like he was going to get it shoved through because of politics to be have his name on the court. But the college temple in there, uh, being a minority and so forth and so on, about getting into that, they got it finally got it shoved through. Uh, Brando can tell us all about it, and uh, now they're wanting to put the ladies' uh, name on there. Is that not correct? Sue Gunter. Yeah, Sue Gunter and. Dick Vitale, who has about as much clout as I do now, um, you know, has come out against that, whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, I think you had to go through three steps. Maybe they jumped a step, and so now they're wanting to pull it back and name it after both of them. So, yeah. and Tim Brando's not happy, Joe. All right, Joe, you always do this to us, so I'm going to do it to you. Tennessee coming off two buzzer beaters. Alabama's riding high. They just got the number one ranking. They're rolling into Knoxville. Do the Vols knock off the tide tomorrow night? Joe? I'm, I, I tell you, I'm <laughs> very tempted to go there, Barry, just because you know what they'll say. Well, we had it for one week. Before we'll keep it for one week again, you know, and I, I shouldn't think that way, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and you know, what we've been talking about today, really, be yeah. honest about it. So, Everything who wins the honest. game, Joe? Who wins the game? I'm going to go with Bama. All right, I'm I'm going to pick Tennessee. I knew you would. I knew you were going to. <laughs> It's the perfect storm for Tennessee with Alabama coming in, going off two losses, number one ranking. That place will be in a frenzy. 
I can hear it now, Joe. They'll be winning at the very end of the game, and what are they going to chant? Just like football. Yeah. Over I hope they got their big, big, big-time announcers there rather than the ones that think they're big-time. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice. I really enjoyed Jay, sir. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. Really did. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, all. Um, yeah, so, Joe, I'm making the – I did say Alabama would beat Auburn, but I think this one – just the timing of all that is not good for Alabama, I'm afraid. And that don't mean nothing. Alabama's still going to be number one seed. First domain condos, a three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, condominiums, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops with energy electric efficient appliances right there. Internet and direct TV come with – the condominium, 10-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views. Easy access to the river wall. They have, they're gated uh, with a security camera. You can call them today. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room. Get one-month free rent. Also, guys, you're one, two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa, five minutes to the University of Alabama in the historic district of downtown Northport. 205-657-7465. And go to First Domain Condos. Com. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty nasty wreck on 2059 westbound right before exit 71B. That's 359 exit. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Experience a level of performance you've never seen in a tournament bass boat until now in your new Camus Bass Boat powered by Mercury from Boatworks in Northport. Treated pine with great southern, but doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want it. Build to last against rot fungal decay. If you want to build the five star backyard, make sure you go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, uh, Joe is getting trying to get Kevin on for us here. Um, so wait one second here while he's pulling him up. Uh, yeah, that Dale Brown thing I saw. Tim Brando, oh my gosh, he is beside himself of how they've treated Dale Brown. Uh, he says it's bad. Uh, when was the last time you talked to Dale Brown, Dan? I went down uh, last year with a, with a basketball team uh, and sat with him. Uh, he, he uh, a little bit, and I don't want uh, the, the way they're treating Dale Brown now. What? I yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Now he yeah. didn't. He didn't indicate anything. Uh, no, not a whole so lot. Of people talking about, I guess changing the name of, forever. Get his name on the court, and then they finally get it on the court. And now they're talking about sharing it. I don't know. Yeah, 
when he first went there, it was. But you know, he 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 carries on about you know it was that way everywhere. I came to Alabama a long time before he did, and, and it's, it's it was always that you were second, third fiddle. That, yeah. That's just it's yeah. okay. All right, you just uh, try to do the best. The one thing you have to do is to support football and and do the best you can. That's what I did. Yeah. That's what I did. Excuse me, I don't. But that uh, you know, no use getting mad about stuff like that. That's part of it. All right, we'll get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. He's director of communications with the Coach Safely program. Also uh, writes with the Birmingham Lead AL dot com. Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. I'm good. Hope you are too. We're good. Go ahead, Dad. Um, I guess we should go to basketball. Alabama is number one, which to the fans means a great deal. Uh, to the um. To, to me, as coach, it would it would be whatever, whatever. But it, it's, you know, puts a lot of pressure on you as far as not a lot of pressure because you're you know not going to get fired. But uh, you know, other teams that really play very, very maybe a little, little bit harder against you. And uh, you've written a lot of basketball articles. You can just you can comment about uh, about basketball in, in the state if you wish. Yeah, it's it is especially in basketball. You guys know there. are there are other metrics that are more important. Uh, you know, the Ken Palm rankings, uh, offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, things like that. The net, which the selection committee uses as a tool to help seed teams, those those are probably more significant than rankings, but it does mean something to be ranked number one in the country, as Alabama is right now. And then when you consider that in back-to-back seasons that Alabama and Auburn have been ranked number one in basketball, that's pretty significant. Uh, Alabama had done it before uh, once for a couple of weeks back in the 03 season, but Auburn had never been there before last year. They got there for three weeks last year. And so it, and, and Wimp, this is something that you personally have worked for and fought for and scratched and clawed for. And that's, more and more recognition for basketball in the state of Alabama, for the state of Alabama. And so this is a tribute to you and, and everyone who's contributed to the sport in this state that, again, uh, uh, one basketball team in the country for the second year in a row comes from this state, and it's two different schools. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then when you consider four of the last five years, uh, a different SEC school has been ranked number one. You throw in Kentucky and Tennessee. You go back 10 years, and you add Florida to that list, and that's five different SEC schools that have been number one in the country. And if I, I, I did some research yesterday. If you, when Texas and Oklahoma come to the league, 10 of the 16 schools in the SEC will have been ranked number one in the AP poll in basketball at some point in their program's history. You know, Kevin, and out of 16. That's pretty yeah. strong. Yeah, uh, we don't. We always have seen it got second fiddle to the ACC in basketball, and I don't know if you're watching the SEC story or not. But that Dale on and Dale carried on about he, how he was treated when he first got it. Well, everybody was that way. I was, and I went as the assistant coach twenty years before I got the job. They, they treated me fine when I got the job, but you know it was always hard. It's, it's always been that way, it's, it's, and it's just in the minds of people. Barry mentioned yesterday that even though Alabama's number one, there's not a lot of talk about it. Um, 
So I mean, I just talk, but not you know, just not quite like you might think. So it's it, it's it's something that you just you support the football. Like I was crazy about football. When Coach Bryant took me on trips and all, the storage stuff would be on tonight. They came by the house and and night we had Leon Douglas on. Like uh, they had him on, came over, and I got Bobby Lee Hurt to come. He'll be on tonight, I think. So. Um, you know, basketball's yeah, come a long. It's come a long way since you and I had our. Yeah. You know, we had our fusses and our feuds, and it, I had mine with a lot of writers because I fought for what I thought was right, and and and, and not that y'all were doing anything wrong. I was just trying to get you to do more. You know, so that's yeah. Funny. Well, I I always remember. I can remember. It's funny because because people are people. Uh, some Auburn fans were upset. I suppose I don't know why that Nate Oates said Saturday's game was their Super Bowl. Uh-huh. because their season is not – this year is not what it was last year, and, it, and they've lost five out of six, and so they're struggling. So, uh, yeah, a win over Alabama would have been huge for them. They would have stormed yeah. the floor. Yeah. It would have been like a Super Bowl. And I can distinctly remember uh, you guys playing Auburn back in the day, the day before the Super Bowl, the actual uh, Super Bowl in the NFL, and – and I think the lead story in the Birmingham News the day of the game was uh, was a Super Bowl story, not a preview of the Alabama Auburn basketball game. Okay. And after the game, you you lit into Charles Hollis, and of course it wasn't Charles doesn't choose where the stories go. I didn't choose where the stories went on the page, <laughs> yeah. but but you said how, how how could how could the Super Bowl, which is being played in Los Angeles or Miami or wherever it was, uh, how could that be more important than what's happening right here? Yeah, I and, that so now. and yeah, and and but we, but we understood where you were coming from. Yeah, well, I, I Charles and I got to be friends yeah. after that. He passed away, oh, but yeah. I called him yeah. and I hated it, uh, and I did jump on him. I think I, I, about I just trying to hold up for what I thought was important. Go ahead. Yes, and you did, and that's why I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the next episode. I watched uh, most of the the last episode last time I was on the treadmill and. And it was that was kind of fun, and I'm looking forward to the one from the '80s. Yeah, that's the one. I guess the next the next chapter is the '80s, and that's when when you became head coach, and and Sonny had his heyday, and you and Dale Brown, you you Durham and Dale Brown, and so many so many excellent coaches who also were were characters because you guys yeah, were right. true to yourselves, and you fought for the sport, which you had to do if you wanted to get some recognition. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, there's probably no way to change. Uh, people's thinking, but uh, maybe you, you could tell me why people think this way. Uh, without them football, man, they just expect to win the national championship, and that that's just is that is. With basketball, I hear them now, and they're expecting to get their hearts broken. <laughs> All they're talking about <laughs> is, the, you know, how they're going to lose and where it's going to be. They're not expecting to win the championship too Totally different mindsets. Now, I get that one's done it numerous times, and I guess over time that's uh, why you have that feeling. I guess one's never gotten to the Final Four, and you've had your heart broken several times. Uh, is there any way to change that other than finally getting there and getting over the hump? How, how do you change the the talk around this team? Because everybody's waiting on something bad to happen. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes. I mean – here, here they're having one of the one of the best seasons in school history, with with so many great possibilities ahead. Why not enjoy it? Yeah. Why, why not? You know, why not just 
enjoy every second of it. You know, look, it's up to it's up to the coaches and the players to grind. You know, as Nate Oates, what did he say yesterday? He didn't even tell his team that yeah. they were number one because they're trying to figure out how to beat Tennessee. And that's the way, that's the mentality you have to have if you're a player or a coach. Uh, while, while hopefully enjoying it somewhat along the way. And Alabama certainly enjoyed the win at Auburn and afterwards. And they, you could tell what it meant to them. So, but, but for fans, good grief. What? You know, and it's not like this doesn't happen every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's consistently been good. It's consistently been the, over time, has been the second best basketball program in the SEC behind Kentucky. But this kind of thing doesn't happen every year. Why not just enjoy it and, and think positive and believe? I, I mean, I fully believe that this Alabama team is going to get to the Final Four. Does that mean it's going to happen? No. Will it be disappointing if they don't get there? Yeah, to some degree, of course, because you think of what's possible for this team. But – Man, just enjoy it. Yeah, this, is, I, this is special. This is fun. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere of the games is fun. You know, dive into it. You know, just revel in it. And and if it doesn't end where you hope it will end, well, just be glad that it happened at all. Yeah, I, I kind of equate it. You know, in Alabama football, when they know they're going to the Final Four, they don't have a watch party. I remember those guys that were – uh, whatever, one of the guys screamed down the hall. That guy was in bed. Say, who, who are we playing? And when they put all the teams up there, but you see all these other teams <laughs> with the watch party and uh, they're getting together and they show the teams. And uh, so I wonder if Alabama will have that watch party. But it's almost like a different mentality. Like we expect to be there. We're not going to have a big party because we're going to be in the final four in football. That's just what we expect to do. We'll, we'll have a meeting at two thirty or whatever after it's almost a little bit like a, a different mindset there, isn't it, Kevin? It is. It is. It is more look, it's, and, and Nick Saban has brought a professional sports mindset to Alabama and really to the sec and college football. Then beyond that, where it, you know, from the very first day when he, he didn't call it a program, he called it an organization just in little subtle things like that and the expectations, do your job. You have a job to do. This is a job and we have a job. He's used that word so many times over the years. And then the level of success. I mean, think about this. Alabama football has been number one in the country at least one week at some point, every single season since 2008. Yeah. That's a, that's absurd. absurd. No one had done that before. No one. I mean, Miami had the longest streak, uh, and it was pretty long. But Alabama's blown by that. So that's just, of course they expect to be number one because they have been every single season since 2008. And this is the third week of all time that Alabama basketball has been number one. So it is, it's, it's a different mentality. It's a different approach. But that, that's why, you know, some people say it's almost – you know, as a fan, you'd almost rather be a fan of a team that is a comet, you know, has one of those shooting star seasons where it comes out of nowhere. And, you know, NC State in 1983, I, I don't know why that, that, that 30 for 30 on Jim Valvano and that team surviving advance keeps coming on. And I can't, I can't, it's one of those things I have to, if I see it and if I have the TV on, I've got to watch it. Yeah. It's just so inspiring and exciting. And, you know, you feel like you're in the moment, and I was uh, not quite into business right before I got into business, but it was fun. It was exciting, and that's what's happened. That's what's going on with Alabama basketball. You just wish Alabama football fans could could enjoy that again, could enjoy the experience because each team's different. You know, each each year's different, but they do end up at, at the top at some point every year. No doubt. No. Uh, I don't want to switch 
sports too much, but we've I guess we need to keep our listeners on. Um, they've had a linebacker coach from Southern Mississippi, a young kid, uh, who I think coach thinks is very, very good. Um, to go with Kevin Steele, and he and Kevin Steele are the eye to eye. You've already mentioned on our show about how how organized Kevin is and that, and how, what a good person he is. So, you know, defensive side is going to be what Coach Saban and Kevin decide it's going to be. Uh, on the offensive side, Tommy um, doesn't have that clout. He's uh, sort of a name out of the dark. Uh, he's hired a, a, a guy that was with him, uh, the associate with him that's going to be a, whatever. Um in the, up in the office, I guess. Uh, but it's going to be, from what I can gather, switch to the run a lot more. I don't know if I, I might be right. Uh, that's the reason for the question. Uh, what's your feelings on the offensive end? Well, I think I think the sense is that not not that they're going full circle back to you know or the early days of. Nick's tenure in Tuscaloosa when it was smash mouth football, when it was, you know, beat the other team up in the trenches and just demoralize them and discourage them and take, rip their heart out because you can line up with bigger, stronger guys up front and big, strong, fast guys in the back. Well, not necessarily big, but strong and fast guys in the backfield uh, who can break tackles. And you just, just, you just demoralize the other team because they know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to do. You line up and you do it, and they can't stop it. Uh, that's. I don't think he's going back to that. I don't know that that. I don't know that you can do that and and win anymore. Georgia has has turned the clock back a little bit in what they've done. They certainly. I mean, they run RPOs. They they throw the ball. They you know they have otherworldly tight ends led by Blake Bowers. So they they are more of a balance, but they have they have not lost Georgia. Has not lost the physicality, the hard-nosed, hard-edged uh, approach to offense, and I think in some ways Alabama has. They've been so spectacular in the passing game, the RPO game, with you know really again starting with when Tua took over for Jalen when he in the second half of that championship game and then won the job for the next year. That was a, a serious turning point in Nick Saban's approach to offense. Even Jalen's uh, first two years. You know they were still. You know, he ran the ball a lot, obviously, and very and ran it very well. But it was there was a change when they went to Tua, and the the longer that progression went from Tua to Mac Jones to Bryce Young, it was more of a uh, you know the passing game became paramount. Uh, you you waited for the quarterback, especially with Bryce Young. You, it was almost as if you waited for the quarterback to do something special, and. And they just they struggled in short yardage situations. Contrast Alabama the last couple of years in short yardage with, say, the Philadelphia Eagles and what they do with Jalen Hurts and that that bunch formation where it's almost unstoppable, especially if they they let you push the quarterback in the back or the running back whoever has the ball in the back. Uh, it's almost unstoppable on third and one, fourth and one when the Eagles do that. So I think that's what I think Nick wants to keep the sophistication of a passing game, but but add that. That bring back the physicality because he's seen that Georgia has proven that you can still win national championships doing that. No doubt. Uh, and the biggest talk will be the quarterback uh, situation there. And I guess it just, a, Kevin, I think they both 
probably play different styles. Uh, and so that'll be the big talk. But uh, who names the quarterback? Does, does Nick Saban going to have the ultimate uh, say-so on who's, who's the starting quarterback, Kevin? You know, that would be fascinating. I think that would be a great book. <laughs> I would be fascinated. Like, great quarterback, not just at Alabama, but quarterback battles through the years. You know, and, and Jalen and Tua might be number one. And that may, that people may think that was decided, you know, in, in Atlanta when Tua on second and 26, but, but they did compete for the job the next year. And, and so who makes, you're right. Who makes the call? When is the call made? How is the call made? How many times have we heard Nick Saban say, it's the guy that wins the team? Doesn't necessarily win the job, but he wins the team. Who does the team believe in? Who do they rally around? Who do they seem to respond to? Uh, we, you know, now in rare occasions you might have two guys that fit that bill, and then it becomes a difficult choice. And where there's not a lot of separation, so I think ultimately, I think the quarter to me, the ideal way to do it, and I think this is the way it's done for the most part, is the coordinator slash quarterbacks coach. He has a strong feel. And he will go to the head coach and say they will have, you know, they'll have conversations regularly about this. Uh, I think this is the guy, and here's why. Now, the the head coach has the ultimate say, especially at Alabama. He is not Nick Saban's never just going to rubber stamp anybody's ideas. He is going to have strong uh, opinions himself, based on his experience and based on his observations. Uh, how he how the guys interact on and off the practice field uh, during scrimmages after and before scrimmages in the locker room, things like that. So if there's a – I think what you're really asking, if there's a disagreement between the two, <laughs> if one guy – and this has happened. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Crow has, Jack Crow has told me this uh, with uh, him when he was the offensive coordinator for Pat Dye at Auburn, uh, when, they, when Randy Campbell became the quarterback. Nobody expected Randy Campbell to become the quarterback. He was way down the depth chart. Uh, and they just there was something about him, though. That he just won. He won in scrimmages. He won in drills. His, you know, his side. He was a winner. He he made plays, and guys rallied around him. So the real question is, yeah, if there's a difference of opinion, if the head coach thinks that one guy should be the starting quarterback, and the other guy, the uh, the coordinator thinks it should be someone else, generally the head coach is going to win those debates. I think too along those lines, Dad. You're welcome to comment on this too. How you tell them is critical. And do you tell them after the window of the transfer portal has passed? Uh, you know, especially if you think that backup's really, really good. When you bring them in, do you bring them in separately? Do you bring them in together or all three of them? How do you get that message across who's going to be the starter? Because you don't want that guy to have time to run to the portal. All that has to be factored in now, doesn't it, Kevin? Yeah, and that's what's different about today that makes – life more difficult today than it has been in the past is you do have to think about that, but you also have to know your players. You have to develop a relationship with these guys where you have, you know how you get a, You at least you have a good feeling how they're going to respond to disappointment Yeah, because the guys who aren't chosen and there will be, you know, again, there's going to be other, you know, this is not just a two man race. At least we think it may come down to that, but, but there will be, a, you know, the freshman quarterbacks will, will be competing as well, certainly in the spring. And how do you handle that? How do they handle disappointment? Are they, are they going to be of the mentality, I start or I leave? Uh, play me or trade me, to <laughs> use the old phrase uh, back, from the, uh, back in the old days, from, from baseball, baseball days. 
play me or trade me. Is that is you know who are they? Are they Jalen Hurts, who will, if he doesn't win the job, he will stay and he will be ready when you need him. Yeah, you may not need him until week ten or eleven or the SEC championship game in the second half. But at some point, if you need that guy, is he going to prepare himself as if he's the starter and be ready? Those are all things too you have to consider when you're making that decision. Again, it's a, it's a it's a lot more difficult. Fans think, oh, well, that guy's better. I can see that. You know, that guy has these stats. Uh, there's a lot, way more that goes into it that we don't yeah. see. Yeah. Here, here's what happens, and people don't realize it behind the scenes because I did this for a hundred, not like this, but <laughs> um, I'm looking every morning at the transfer portal. I'm at another school, and I'm knowing that Alabama has four quarterbacks. And I'm knowing that two are there and two are, or two are new. And I'm knowing that somebody's going to be unhappy. And I'm a pretty good recruiter. And I get word to somebody that gets word to the uncle that the NIL money could be a lot more if he came with me. Because looking at the transfer portal and trying to figure it out, I think this guy could play for us. That kind of stuff goes on. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I'm not telling it. I'm telling it pretty accurate but it's even more it's even more accurate than i'm telling it it's a it's a booger bear behind the scenes i don't care oh, yeah. what jay Billis. i don't care what jay Billis says it is <laughs> yeah oh absolutely if you don't think if you don't think coaches aren't scouring the rosters of other teams at certain sure. positions Every that minute. you need yeah oh absolutely that's going on yeah yeah, yeah. Which again goes back to back, and which circles back to Barry's question. It's that's why it's you know more, that's why when and how you tell these guys who who won the job and who's going to be a backup, who are going to be the backups, what role you envision for them, that's very more important than it's ever been. It's always been important, but it's more important. Yeah, than you probably yeah, do, you, it, you, do you do it the day before the portal? And you tell the compliance office to go on vacation. Hey, just go on vacation. Don't answer your phone. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kevin, tell everybody about how they how they find you, all your great stuff. Yeah, uh, you can read me twice a week in the Birmingham Lead. It's Lead is spelled L-E-D-E. It's BirminghamLead.com. It's an online subscription uh product it's like a daily newspaper delivered to your inbox so there's a lot of good journalism in there every day i write twice a week on sundays and thursdays so i hope people will check that out and near and dear to my heart the coach safely foundation we train youth coaches to keep kids safe we give the coaches a good basic uh course of injury recognition and prevention great great medical minds like dr jimmy robinson from alabama Dr. James Andrews, the medical director for Code Safely, have put this course together. And remember, if you were in the state of Alabama, it's the law. You coach kids 14 and under, you've got to be trained in injury recognition and prevention, and Code Safely provides that course. And it provides it at no cost to you or your organization, so there's no reason, no excuse not to do it. Parents, you can take the course too. You'll get a good uh, course. You'll get a good education just to take care of your kids if the kids are gathering at your house. To, to play after school, uh, you'll know what to do if one of them gets hurt. And that's what we we don't want kids to get hurt. It's going to happen when they play sports. How can we minimize it? How can we recognize the injuries? And how, how do we know what to do when it happens? You will answer all those questions when you take the course at coachsafely.org. Thank you, Kevin.
Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. All right, Alabama One, look to purchase that home of your dream. You're a first-time home buyer. They have a Fannie Mae uh, home-ready first-time home buyer mortgage program to help design eager buyers get into your first home. Competitive rates there. Down payments as low as 3% there. Gift funds allowed. Uh, if you also want got a mortgage and you need uh, to do another one, these guys will sit down, find the best rate for you, walk you through the process. All their products service Alabama One or Outstanding, www.alabama1.org. We also thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. We'll have Justin with us with Tuscaloosa Toyota when we get back. You listen to Ty, one boy nine. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, just got word of a wreck on 69 at Calusa Avenue with major delays at the intersection. If you see other conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns and Nissan, $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation by the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Showers arrive after midnight, the low at 57. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and mild. A chance of showers may be a thunderstorm, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. My friends think of me as a mover and a shaker. I win or place high and everything I do. So it just makes sense that I drive a BMW. Their engineering has always fascinated me. Being on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give him a call for the free estimate. 205-722-9201. All right, we got a great new sponsor uh, with Tuscaloosa Toyota. I was out meeting with uh, David DeSantis last week. And... um before we get to Justin, Justin Troll was, is going to be on with us every week. We're going to have him on. Guys, could you imagine, Joe? You know, when, when somebody pulls up to the that car. That wasn't that hard. To the, somebody pulls up to the car dealership, and the sales guys are in there looking at each other. Hey, you take him. No, you no, you take him. It wasn't no, that hard. No, you I, take I, him. It wasn't that hard. And so they see Dad get out of the car, and somehow Justin, I guess, took one for the team. And said, I'll take him. It wasn't that hard. Good morning, Justin. How you doing? I'm sorry. Hey, hey y'all, you guys doing good? We're yeah, doing we are. good. How you doing, Justin? Doing good. Hey, uh, before we get before we get going on that, I, I've got something that, that I'd like to ask you guys, because you guys are basketball coaches, and 
you know, I know we can talk about Tuscaloosa Toyota, but I, I'd like to know the answer to this, and, and maybe y'all can help me because I've been pondering this. You know, Alabama has a tough game at Auburn, okay? Yeah. And, you know, they had they, they were really doing well, and they get they get just put to the test at Oklahoma. Yeah. I guess my question is, for you guys, just to help me in basketball, how, how do you how do you after coming off the big win at Auburn it was physical how do you how do you rebound you know everybody's thinking well here they are they're sitting number one they just come off a physical game you know you hear Nate when they come back from Oklahoma he says you know we had one of our toughest practices it was physical but how do you do how do you manage your team when it's successful and you're ranked number one? And now you got a you're coming off a physical game. How do you prep them for Tennessee? Do you have a do you have a tough practice, or do you? I'd like to hear from you guys. I, I've been pondering that, and want to know yeah. what the answer to that is. Dad, help him. Uh, you have a short you have a short practice of going over the mistakes you made at Auburn. Uh, you have a walkthrough, and then you go live. But you're gonna go live long. Uh, you don't. You probably whatever you do wrong offensively and defensively. You might run a little f- few fast breaks, but you would probably work on half court and get straight. And uh, they, hey, the kids know how, how tough Tennessee is. They, they don't have to, you don't have to fire them up. They know uh, you're playing the one. The one plus that Alabama has is you talk about tough game. They're playing ten people, and they're playing ten people double minutes, which is a lot. So for this particular team, you can go ahead and kind of pretty much do what you want to do. I mean, yeah. these guys are playing 18 and 20 minutes and 22 minutes and 15 minutes. It's not like this Alabama team's totally different. When, when I was doing it and when Barry was doing it at Carolina, where he was, you know, you you played six, you were worn out. But yeah, that's not well, the case here. Yeah, the, the timing, Justin, of being number one and having to go to Tennessee – that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not good. You, you want to be that, number that, one. That, that, you want to be number one. You got Ole Miss in Georgia this week. Uh, so when they, if they were to lose, everybody's going to say, ah, they couldn't handle being number one. No, it's just the timing of being because it just re-energized Tennessee's fan base. They're playing. Who don't want to knock off number one? You beat them in football, and now you can do it in basketball. So it it made what was going to be a tough game even that much tougher. The environment you're going to go into. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I just thought I'd ask. All right, so uh, so so he gets out of the car, Justin. You guys are in there fighting there, over who's going to have to. I was not a bad. I was not a bad. Who's going to have to take him? Walk me through the process of him coming on your lot, and let's get. Well, you get obviously, the, it obviously didn't go. It didn't go quite like that, Barry. I know didn't. that 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 sound. <laughs> that, that, that's the kind of the introduction to making it sound good. But yeah, okay. we kind of I had an affiliation with you and Will, mm-hmm. so when when we knew he was coming, they they wanted me to take care of him, and and honestly, him him and his wife, which he has a beautiful wife, by the way. Yes, he does. He does. Your mom's awesome. So so they they walk up they walk up on the lot, and you know. Wimp will tell you this. He's not going to shy away. It's, it's the technology that these vehicles have now. I yeah. mean, these cars, I'm not going to sit here and say you can take your hands off the steering wheel, but when you get in our vehicles, these things operate, you know, basically a lot by themselves. I mean, they keep you from hitting the ditch. They keep you in the center of the line. I mean, there's a lot of technology now in these vehicles that 10, 20 years ago, you'd have thought it was impossible. Well, there's also ways that, that, that Wimp can do the radio show riding down the road and he never has to touch anything. I mean, he's just, he's simply talking and he's, 
communicating and everything is hands-free. Your phone basically becomes the screen. And so with that, there, there is a, there's a time where it takes some time to, to get to know it. Once you have it down and once you kind of understand the concept, and we've had some, we've had some sessions, hadn't we, Coach? Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's confusing. It, 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 it is. It can be confusing in the beginning, but once you get it down, it's like the, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So, so it, 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 it's good. Wimp was awesome. Look, that, all of that was good. I know, I know you think it was, a, it was something, Barry, but it, it was good. And, 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 and um, you know, as he continues to drive, uh, that car, that that car is going to become his his favorite friend, even though he may not have thought so right in the beginning because of the technology. Yeah, it's going to be a friend like his little new dog, Sam. All right, tell us about <laughs> uh, all the great deals and all the great things you guys got going on over there at, at Tuscaloosa Toyota, Justin. Well, you know, I consider you guys good friends. It's, it's good to be on with you guys for the first time. And, and, and you know, the last two or three years um, through COVID and everything, you hear about plants shutting down. You hear about all these things that go on or have went on, you know, it, it's been a different phase and a time period. So I'll just tell you the, the consistency and performance at Tuscaloosa Toyota is, is, is always been at a high level. And so you got to learn to adapt. And I'll tell you what we've done throughout this process that's been different. And it's been different from people here, even in town. And that is we have not added the price any markup to any of our new cars nice we've held the we've held the standard there's there's um you may have heard it back in the old days called a side sticker where people are adding as much as i mean i've had people sitting in my office showing me where people's added ten thousand dollars to a vehicle Mm. i had a guy sitting in my office the other day that worked at a dealership he doesn't anymore he works for insurance firms they were adding ten thousand dollars to the MSRP and, and we've, we've never done that. We, we want our customers for the long haul. We don't want to take advantage of our customers. We don't do that. I mean, we run 150 minimum cars, you know, through our service department on a daily that's minimum. And we want to keep those customers and we don't want to take advantage of those customers through a time period because that we consider there that there are customers for life. So we want to take care of that customer. And we do that through our service department our rental department, all of our new cars come with uh, four years, 45,000 miles, all your oil changes and tires rota- tire rotations come with it. And then you get our lifetime warranty that you never have to service it with us. Nice. It is a true lifetime warranty. Uh, Justin, if somebody wants to do kind of what Dad did, you know, just call ahead and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, could you guys set me up with somebody, kind of give you a heads up before they come there? How could they do something like that, Justin? Absolutely. So if you go to um, TuscaloosaToyota.com, Michael Anderson does an unbelievable, and David, they do an unbelievable job with our website. It's easy to navigate. You can even go in there and basically buy the car before you ever get to the dealership. You can take do your credit, uh, put your credit in. Wow. Um, it, it's private, and you can do the whole deal online. Um, you can you can If you want to do it the old way and pick up the phone and call, um, you can call up there. We'll get somebody rolling with you, and and it's very easy. We just try to make the process, you know, as simple as possible. So I think the the easiest way is jump on TuscaloosaToyota.com because you can basically do a lot of everything you need to do before you ever show up to the dealership. 
Well, Justin, uh, we appreciate uh, you guys at Tuscaloosa Toyota. I appreciate you taking care of uh, mom and dad. Now, I don't know that that was smart for you to give him your cell number, but uh, you can handle that on your own, I guess. <laughs> I but, uh, we check, we, hey, we check up with each other on, on a weekly, but hey. Sometimes it's about something besides the, the car, and that's okay, too. Yeah. Uh, you did get to sit in his seats one night, didn't you? He got pretty good seats over there, doesn't he? Look, so I called him. I called him. My dad, you know, my dad was, you know, wanting to wanting to come down and, and introduce himself to him. And I thought, well, I'll just see if he's going to be at the game. And he was like, I'm not going to go. Why don't you just go sit in my seat? So <laughs> nice. let me tell you, Barry, yeah. he, he's got some high-quality high quality seats right there. He's yeah. right at the action, and I appreciate him for that. No doubt. Well, Justin, we appreciate you. Appreciate Dave. We look forward to uh, continuing the late relationship and, uh, and visiting with you every week. Great job. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. All right. Appreciate it. Control with uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota there who – does an outstanding job. All right, we're going to take a break here. We're going to get to Seth Greenberg. Two-minute truck out, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up the boxes, the packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. 205-247-5050. That is two-minute truck movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. Polls now open in Tuscaloosa County and the city of Northport, and they will be till 7 o'clock this evening for a special school district tax referendum vote. A yes vote would add $75 a year more for every $100,000 a home is appraised. The additional funds would go to improving schools in the Tuscaloosa County school system. Only registered voters living outside the city of Tuscaloosa are eligible to vote in today's election. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, just got word of a wreck on 69 and Calusa Avenue with major delays at the intersection. If you see other conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns and Nissan, $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today with a mild afternoon, the high 71. Tonight, increasingly cloudy and breezy. Showers arrive after midnight, the low at 57. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and mild. A chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. www.alabama1.org for all your different products and service. All right, get right to the Alabama One Highline. We're very fortunate. He's with, obviously, ESPN, a long-time 
uh, coached Virginia Tech, South Florida, Long Beach State, assistant Virginia, good friend of Dad and Irish, Coach Seth Greenberg. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Seth. Good morning. Hi- highlight of my week right here now. I'm just telling you. Well, I appreciate you. I, I want to know how I can get on that yellow wood commercial. Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll, you, get you, we'll, we'll get you some yellow wood. We'll get you some yellow wood, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I appreciate you being on, Seth. I know you're a thousand years busy as you could be, and I, I didn't know Alabama was going to be number one. I didn't, didn't, that doesn't really matter. It's not about that particularly. Uh, I think the question I need to ask you, that, that there's not a – Alabama is a standout team down here because they they score from so many different places on the court. They had 29 twos against uh, Auburn, which most of the time you think of Alabama as a three-point shooting team. But there are several teams, not as many, and it's a little bit confusing who the national championship is going to go to. The Houstons and Kansas is up and down. Uh, Purdue gets beat. Talk a little bit about what your feelings are. about. You don't have to brag on Alabama particularly, but just what you're thinking about those several teams. Well, I'd like to brag on Alabama because, sure. like you just said, Coach, they you know they're probably the most complete team. They can beat you offensively. They run you off the three point line defensively. They protect the rim. They beat you in transition. They beat you in the half court. They beat you with their length and athleticism. So they are really special, and especially with so many young players, it's been really yeah. impressive. But there are other teams, you know, like you, know, you saw what happened in the Oklahoma game. They got kind of up and into them, and really got physical with them, and took them out a little bit of their rhythm and. And then they screened them hard. I mean, uh, and, you know, on the road, they didn't respond. But, I mean, that's a road, you know, a road game. It's not an NCAA tournament game. But, look, I mean, this is a unique year. Like, I, I love Purdue. They have two freshman yes. guards as well. He's something, they man. Play like yeah, they're good. But that big dude, Coach, he's different now. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, he's the most unique player in college basketball. And, you know, people are really kind of selling out and doubling him now, like, to the point where it just put three, two and three bodies. I thought that Fran McCaffrey kind of did that. And then you saw the other night when they lost, Yeah. Uh, again, hard doubles by Northwestern and Chris Collins. But they're really good. Houston struggles scoring. Houston is physical. I like their backcourt. Uh, Sasser can, you know, create. Shed can really defend. Uh, but, you know, at times they, they're very simple offensively. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, and, and that that's a concern. Because I think you got to be able to score in the NCAA tournament. I think that you know, the game is called a little bit closer, so you can't be as physical, especially yeah. the first two rounds. Uh, so you got to have guys that can put it on the floor. And, like, like I look at Baylor. I look at Baylor getting Jonathan Chamochacha with that. With those guards, those guards can really score. I, like, I, I really like them a lot. I think Kansas, even though they're undersized, all of a sudden that Dewan Harris has been more aggressive the last two games, averaging 16.5 points a game. Uh, that's important. It takes some pressure off some guys. So, there are there are a lot of good teams. It's going to be a crazy NCAA tournament. Yeah, Texas gets beat last night. Texas has played well on the new coach. Uh, went in you know, kind of a tough situation, I, I guess. Yeah. But uh, the, the, I don't know if they're NCAA championship bound, but they're good. Yeah, they are good, coach. Well, they, you know, again, they're another team. That whole Big Twelve is built on the defense. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, oh, you know, whether they play sideline and keep you side, but they. They're real physical. They're old. If you look at the ages of the Big 12 teams in terms of Division One year of experience, it's like the oldest league in college basketball. Yeah. Like a lot of leagues have gotten that way through the, through the portal. But uh, we talked about this last night. I think Baylor and Kansas are the two teams in that league that can make a deep run. I think that there are teams that get maybe the second weekend. 
But I don't know that those teams can score well enough. Yeah. To win four games to get to the you know to the final four. Right. Uh, we're talking with Coach uh, Seth Greenberg. Coach, uh, it seemed like Nate Oates and his staff knocked it out of the park in recruiting, uh, not only on talented guys, but mentality. I've never seen freshmen, uh, this group, so tough. Uh, Bradley, uh, Riley Griffin now is playing Ooh. as good as Ooh. anybody. You weren't even talking about him early in the year. Uh, then, of course, Clowney and Miller. Uh, these guys are tough-minded. I mean, they go into these uh, places like Auburn and Houston, and they don't flinch. Uh, coach, how, they, they knocked it out in the recruiting on the mental side of it, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I think that they did a great job. You know, look, your dad was the best. It's not just recruit, it's evaluate. you got to figure out who can play and who can't play and then, you know, try to figure out if they fit your system. I think their staff does a great job of recruiting guys that love the game, that are tough, physical. I mean, Brandon Miller is something else because he don't care if he gets a shot or doesn't get a shot. He's just going to keep on playing. But Ryland Griffin, my goodness. I mean, the problem for them is Ryland Griffin might play himself right into the first round of the NBA draft. He keeps on playing like this. Yeah. And you got to do it all over again. But they've done a great job. Style of play helps for sure. Uh, but more importantly, you know, everyone thinks about Nate as a offensive coach, the speed that they play with and the spacing they play with. I think he's better defensively. I think that they were they, this year, they're back to being a team that's hard to play against. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how you overcome this, and maybe you don't even address it, but it's like Alabama's number one here. And in football, they expect to win. They expect to win the national championship. But when you hear people here and talking in Tuscaloosa now, they keep talking about they're going to get their heart broken in the NCAA tournament because they've seen it happen time and time again. Like they expect something bad to happen. Do you address that if you're Nate Oates with your team? I mean, they're going to hear it here locally. Uh, how do you handle something like that as a coach? No, I, I tell you what you do is, you know, it, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I mean, like, like here's the deal. I mean, we are, This is who we are. We impose our identity on the game. And, you know, we really don't like, here's the deal. And I I, I say this to some of our, our talent that worries about social media and all those things. Here's the deal. If it's not someone that you pick up the phone and call and ask for advice, why would you listen to therapy? Yeah, good point. You know, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, if it, you know, if it's not someone, I, you know, I, I, I help mentor a bunch of coaches, and I think, oh no, there's so much pressure. You know, everyone, you know, we lose a game and people lose. And I said, like, you're going to lose sleep over that. I'd lose sleep over like, you know, if your ball screen coverage isn't good. I'd lose sleep over. You know, if you don't think your team is bought into each other and, and you've lost a little bit of your identity. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, it's great. Fan is short for fanatic. It's great that those people have passion. Uh, here's the deal. That place is sold out every night now. There's great energy. It's a hard place to play. You know, they're continuing to build and, and invest in the program. Uh I wouldn't worry about that. I worry about what's in front of us. Who's our next game? I mean, that's what the NCAA tournament's about. Let's continue to, you know, we are our habits. If we continue to do the right thing every day and get better every day, all that winning and losing stuff takes care of itself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the NIL and, and the transfer portal, and I'm well, not going to get into that particularly because I, I know that Jay is for it. Uh, he Jay's a friend. Um, uh, that's all right. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 here's the deal. I mean, why wouldn't every player in the country put their name in the portal? That's already played a year. I mean, because that's most valuable player in the portal in terms of that. It's not an NIL coach, but let's call it what it is. 
It's yeah. not NIL. If no. it was NIL, that'd be fine. It's not, it, it's pay for play. Yeah. So that's what it is. And you're going out Good and you're point. buying the best players you can get. That's right. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's where yeah. I disagree with Jay. But, yeah. you know, yeah. he's got a big platform and, you know, he, he states his opinion like it's a fact. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that, very true. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's you know that's well said by you. That's, that's exactly right. And I like and I like Jay. You and Jay do a terrific job. Everybody just has. Oh, he's my guy. I love I love yeah, him to death. Yeah. But he, you yeah. know what? I say it all the time, Coach. He hadn't been in that locker room and trying to grind away. He doesn't understand all the other things that go on during the course of the day. My biggest problem is all the static around these kids because of NIL or pay for play. Uh, is an issue, and uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's a real issue. That, that keeping your team together is hard yeah. because it's not the players; it's the static that's around them. It's social media. It's peer pressure. It's parental pressure. It's unrealistic yeah. expectation. You're so uh, good. How's that? How's hard? Yeah. yeah, you're you're so you're dead over. You're, no you're doubt. so good. Uh, Miami, Miami wins last night, and, and, the, and the fish ache was fine. But I have a feeling when big-time coaches leave, the Roy Williams and the K's and so forth, you probably you're probably just going to uh, – that the officiating gets a little bit more even. <laughs> uh, with, How do you to argue with me? <laughs> I think I'll even at that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it gets a little bit more even in the officiating. I'm not talking about Miami and North Carolina. I watch the game. I'm talking about – Overall, you know, do you have a mistake made against them and so forth? But it, it, it just seems to me in my mind that when the hit, when the big shot leaves, it gets a little bit more even. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Coach? It, it, it's, almost human, it's almost human nature. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you know, there, there's something that some things are earned. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you know, if you've got a Coach K or Coach Williams, you know, on, on, online, will it, you know, it, it's just human nature. I don't think it's yeah. done. On purpose, I just think certain things happen. Look, I, yeah. my last game at, at, at Duke, I got a we're up one. They're trying to foul, and my guy got called for a phantom walk. I mean, who knows? I mean, it happens. Uh, but you know, I think I think that the officials have a hard, hard, hard job. You know, whether it's you know the flopping rule now or the restricted circle, um, you know, it's a hard job, and it's a hard job. And look, I was hard on them. You were hard on them, uh, but. Uh, you know, it is it is a hard job, and you know, Coach K is Coach K, and Roy Williams is Roy Williams, and uh, it just yeah. it's just the way it is. You know, I, I had to live it. I had to live it. You had to live it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The way it is. Uh, we got we got the point. You got the point over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coach. We're talking to Coach Seth uh, Greenberg. Coach, you and I, and Dad, we all know Rick Barnes. Uh, take us into the locker room. What he's doing right now to get his team ready. You got Alabama. It's perfect for him. Alabama. He probably loved them getting voted number one uh, yesterday. They're coming in. He's lost two buzzer beaters. Take the listener inside that locker room, that coach's office where they're meeting. What is he doing to get this team ready to take on Alabama tomorrow night? Yeah, they got no problem defensively. They're going to always defend Rick's team. I think offensively. I think right now he's got to try to find a way. Look, you're not you're not scoring forty points to beat and no. beating Alabama. Yeah. So I mean, like he he's got to get them back to where they were. Right. Hey, we got a we got a chance to run. We're going to get out and run. We're going to play ahead of the defense. We're going we're going to get stops. That's who we are. We can guard whatever they throw at us. We're big enough, long enough, athletic enough, and experienced enough. We lost two games. All right. And you know, you know, 
We'd feel a whole lot differently if we won those games, lost two brutal games, two games we basically had won, and unfortunately a couple of plays. That's in the past. You know, we're as good as any team in the country. We're the best defensive team in the country. What we need to do is we need to be a little more assertive offensively. And that, and that doesn't mean take bad shots. That means try to play a little bit. We get a stop. Let's try to play ahead of the defense. Let's try to have better flow. I think they got stuck a little bit in playing too much in the half court. They play too much in the half court. They don't have that guy in the shot clock yeah. that can just go make a play. But if you're in flow, then all of a sudden now you're, now you're playing, you're swinging it, you're flattening the defense, you get it reversed, and you can attack. But if they've got to play in the half court into the clock, I don't think they have a guy that just can go. Like, you've got to have a dude. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to have a guy that can just go make a play or two. And that's why, you know, I talked about Baylor. Baylor's got guards that go, you know, Keontae George and those dudes can go make a play. And I think Rick's got to try to free them up a little bit offensively. Because I don't think it's the guy, Keith Ziegler, at the end of a shot clock, he's so small that he can go make that play. Yeah. I don't think Josiah James can go make that play. But they can if they flow and they move and they move it quick. And they play a little bit ahead. I think they can do that. And I think they're a really good team. I think that the season's long. It goes back to my same thing. You get intoxicated by a little bit of success. And, like, you wonder, like, you look at North Carolina, you wonder about their locker. They get four guys returning. All right. Uh, you know, from a team that went to the championship that was playing hard and playing well, then you watch them play and, and they don't compete. Rick's teams compete. They just, I think that he's trying to pump them up and let them know how good they are, that he believes in them. But, you know, we got to get some easy baskets, and then we got to steal some baskets on underside out of timeouts. Uh, I think that's going to be his messaging to his team. Yeah. Before we let you go, any thoughts on, and I'll just name these four teams. You ain't got to talk about it. You know, Connecticut was so good against Alabama, they ran them out. Gonzaga beat them. Both of those teams are very good. Connecticut hadn't played very well. And, uh, those two, are, I think, are good teams if they get it back. And then UCLA and Arizona, the other two I think about. Um, your kind of your quick thoughts on those. I think I think Connecticut's fine. Their backcourt struggles a little bit, let's face it. I mean, they don't have a true point guard, and when you don't have a true point guard, that impacts everything you're doing, Coach. You okay. know it, I know it. It makes the game hard. Uh, you know, I think that's. You know, that's just the situation with them. I think they're going to be a dangerous team to the NCAA tournament because they yeah. got size, toughness. Uh, he's a very good coach. I go to watch him practice all the time. I think he's he's really good uh, as a coach. Uh, what was the other team you said? I'm sorry. Well, like Gonzaga, who, who, beat, who beat Alabama in uh, Birmingham, yeah. and then Arizona yeah, and Zags UCLA. Zags don't guard. Yeah, Zags don't guard the way they've guarded. Yeah. Uh, they don't have that rim protection with Holmgren. And the backcourt's a little bit younger. Yeah. I do think UCLA is good. I'm actually doing UCLA's game on Thursday okay. against Stanford, so I'm looking forward to seeing them in person. Uh, I think UCLA is good. Amari Bailey, the freshman, he was hurt early. He's back over the last – since he's been back, he's averaging about 13 points a game, taking a little pressure off with Jalen Clark and Jaime Hawkins and Tiger Campbell. Adem Bona is a legitimate front court guy. they got Singleton who could shoot it. Mick Cronin's got those guys guarding like his Cincinnati teams, I think they're good. I think we're not talking enough about UCLA. I like Arizona. Uh, I like the speed they play with. I think they can score it. We talk about teams that score. I think they can score it. They have a terrific high-low game with Tabellas and uh, Omar Ballo. But I'm not totally sure I trust Kirk Creasa. He, he gets a little sideways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not really high on on guards that get a little sideways. You know, because yeah. <laughs> they get sideways <laughs> They get they get sideways in the wrong game, yeah. And 
your season's over. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, yeah, uh, so, I mean, yeah, before, that'll be an interesting deal. Before you go, uh, how can, how can Buzz Williams justify scheduling so poorly in a non-conference again? It burned him last year. He didn't get in. He's only lost two games. He's in second place in the SEC, and he's like the last four in based on not scheduling tough enough in the non-conference. They did lose some of the games in the non-conference, but don't – isn't that a problem right there? Why, why would they schedule that way again, knowing what the committee is going to do to you? Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. Uh, you want to build up your wins. I don't know. Gain confidence. Uh, you know, look, here's the deal. They've won games. They really struggled in their non-conference, which is amazing, too. Yeah. Uh, but they got to win. They got to beat the best teams in the conference. You know, the win against Auburn was good. That was a good win. But. That was at home. And they, they got eventually, like, they didn't beat Kentucky. Kentucky's not one of the best teams in the country, uh, in the conference. They got to beat, they got to beat the, the, the best teams in the conference to at least gain some, in my opinion, some credibility. But they did sweep, so, uh, they did sweep Auburn. You see Auburn clearly in the tournament right now, but where, where they're like, the yeah, last I, four I think in. that's yeah. a little, yeah. I, I think Auburn's a little bit of a push. Like, I know Joe Lenardi's got Auburn and, and Carolina in. Yeah. Auburn's got one quad one win. Yeah. Carolina doesn't have a quad one win. Yeah. Look, a lot of that stuff right now when people are doing these brackets, let's be honest, they all want to click. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you put, you put Kentucky, you put Kentucky one of the first four out, people go, Woo, Kentucky won the first four out. Or you put, you know I mean that's and and look, I mean that's it is what it is. I mean, I'm I, I love Joe Lenardi. I think he's a great dude, but I also put every I, I maybe it's the cynic in me. I put everything in perspective like that yeah. i'm probably yeah. wrong but that's why i get myself in trouble coach you know you yeah. and i coach oh, you are great you're while, terrific we say the wrong stuff and they get people yeah, you know, sideways you, yeah. on us i enjoy no, I, we enjoy listening you're no, great you say the right stuff people just don't want the truth sometimes uh Seth. so just keep telling the truth and then that's all you can do so uh i'm with you yeah. i'm with you Alabama. Hey, I, I, but you know, this is the highlight of my day. I'm serious, Coach. It is great yep. to hear your voice. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> you sound great, man. You sound great. Uh, okay. He, he gets I, saw, I, saw, I, saw, I saw. I saw. I saw. Dale Brown last night on that uh, thing you're doing about the SEC, and I told Annette, I said, "Do I look that cotton picking old?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hey, you were always much better dressed than Dale Brown. Hey, by the way, Nate, Nate, Nate Oates, is the, I mean, there should be a Wimp Sanderson like, you know, uh, you know, kickback on on, on the play of Oates. <laughs> no, I stay out of that. I, I don't know what well, I don't know what anybody's wearing anymore. I just go. Who wears, that, who wears that plaid better, uh, Seth? Nate or Dale? Oh, you got it. Well, well, wait, wait a second. I, look, I, I love Nate Oates. I think he's done a great job. It didn't even close. Come on. Really? First of all, you know, your dad didn't have ball tailored up, but, you know, kind of. Like, he had the hanky in there? Um, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was, I mean, I mean. Your dad said the tree. He was a tra- he didn't realize that he was a trendsetter. Now everyone's wearing plaid coats. So plaid coats are very stylish right now. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I just look at your dad as like you know he was ahead of his you know ahead of his time. Yeah, he he would take his off in the middle of the game and sling it, uh, and the manager would be back there to catch it. Uh, said I hadn't seen Nate. Maybe his jacks are too expensive, but Dad would sling his. Well, I need, uh, Nate needs to practice a little bit on how to have a fuss at the officials. You got you got to fuss at them a certain way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I I've been known to toss a when, when, when uh, in the ACC tournament uh, quarterfinals we had Carolina beat Hansborough came over our back. Yeah, and they called a foul. On my guy who was blocking out. 
I'll tell you one thing. I had a coat going back to the third row, <laughs> and I didn't. And I didn't get a technical for it. So you know what that means. That yeah, you're right. You made the wrong ball. You were right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Seth, we appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Great stuff as appreciate always. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right, great All talking right. to you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, there's Seth Greenberg. You know what? He's a 99.9% right on all this stuff. Yeah, he really does. He he is really pretty. He is very, very, not pretty, but he's very accurate. He, you know, what, what he talks about, because I don't see every team and don't know the, the the problems that the guards or the forwards or whatever have, because I don't see them that, that much. But, uh, he, you know, seeing them all the time and, and going from coaching to that, he's got a great job because he's off now just – just to fool around a little bit in the springtime. He's got girls, and they're all married, and he's he's great. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Clover and Hayes. Three, four, five. One, two, three, four. That is the easy number to remember, and that is the number of Prince Clover and Hayes. And if you have something that you're not sure about, you can call that number and visit with them on the telephone, whether it be neighbor, kinfolks, or something on the highway or whatever you're confused about, they'll be happy to visit with you on the telephone. You don't have to go any further than that. They'll give you good advice. And then go from there to 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them some more in person. And Prince Clever and Hayes will do a terrific job because they have been successful as the key. And they'll represent you in the right way, which is another key. They're located in Tuscaloosa, but they're throughout the southeast. 34512 34, Prince Clever and Hayes. And before I might as well mention certainly Constant Companion Animal Hospital, 6350313. Sam's up here right now asleep. And um, I take her out there a lot, and she's very good. So Dr. Foster does a good job with them. On uh, Narrows Drive in Birmingham, six three five zero three one three. Hey Joe, I want to challenge the listener. I know Stephen DC on ninety five three The Bear. I just got an email from David that I guess on our website now you can pull up there and you can leave a voice message. You can leave us a voice message uh, there, and they had people I guess this morning calling in and singing Jason Aldean on there. I want people to call in there. And that, like they're Wimp Sanderson chewing out a referee, uh, Joe. So maybe they can call in there and leave a voice message of what he would say what? to a referee. Maybe we could play some of those. That people Where, I mean, I don't understand what you're saying to me. And I'm not saying to you. I'm saying to the listener. Uh, there's a thing now. You can go on our website and you can oh. leave a voice message. Uh, maybe have somebody go in there and, Joe, act like they're Wimp and they're screaming at a referee. Just like, let's play some John P. Ryan. All right. You listen to Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck 2059 southbound, multi vehicles involved. It's got traffic backed up all the way from Calusa all the way into Tuscaloosa. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Right now, you can save $2,000 on selected models at Towns and Nissan and get interest rates as low as 0%. Go save. I'm Captain Ray. Hi, it's Chris Stewart, wishing you a happy new year from Townsend Honda. The new year brings new Hondas. Come pick out a new Accord. We have 20 new Honda Accords in stock. Plus, shop the... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. 
fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today with a mild afternoon, the high 71. Tonight, increasingly cloudy and breezy. Showers arrive after midnight, the low at 57. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and mild. A chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Pest control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let Wayne's, good folks at Wayne's, make sure your home protected from unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off that initial pest control service. I think, uh... Seth may be right. Uh, if Riley Griffin keeps playing like this, it might be – somebody brought that up the other day. It might be like the Josh Primo. Also, you look up and he's going to the draft as well. So, Well, he hadn't played a whole lot, not near as much until just lately when they've been playing the eight, the nine or ten guys. Uh, the big thing about him, he can shoot the lights out of it. And he can defend. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the, yeah, he can. He can defend, but he can shoot the lights out of it. I'm telling you right now, he's a great shooter. And he's somebody, but because you talk about the other kids, he kind of is overlooked a little bit in the in the minds of people who watch Alabama basketball. But uh, he well, is, when uh, Sam says you got to like you got to have that dude when the clock's running out, go make a play. Well, Alabama's got a couple: uh, yeah. Brandon Miller, Mark Sears, those guys, and now Rylan Griffin yeah. has fallen into that category. All right, we get to the uh, Wayne's control pest control hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Barry. Uh, I talked to Joe yesterday, and he said that uh, your Aliceville game didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Nah, but it's fine. We're we're playing tonight up at uh, Coosa Central up in Rockford, Alabama, at six o'clock. Okay, is this like a, a state tournament? Or yeah, this is a state tournament. This is the uh, oh Lord. Are you drag racing uh, there, Bryce? No, somebody in front of me. Yeah, we're in the state tournaments uh, starting. So the top two teams in each area advance on. So Aliceville plays at home against B.B. Comer, and I've got to go on the road to play Central Coosa. If we win, we go to uh, the Crossplex in Birmingham, which is old Fair Park Arena, to play on Friday. Okay. So so you're still in the tournament, and you just can get to see the – which been better. Right. That was just the area championship, but the top two teams move on from each area. Well, good. Good luck, and I hope Thank you, you success in it and everything. But I enjoyed y'all's interview with, uh, with Seth while ago. Yeah, I just got good. a couple of texts that people really enjoyed uh, Seth. Uh-huh. Well, what what would you tell your team if you're going to Knoxville tomorrow night, Barry? You and Coach? Uh, we've talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, I... You just 
it's just one game at a time. I don't think that Alabama's not worried about the number one ranking, but Tennessee's going to use it, and that's going to help uh, fill that place up. It's going to make it electric, uh, but it's just an, another opportunity uh, for these guys to go get a great road win. Uh, it'll be difficult uh, to go over there and get it, uh, but these guys – you know, I just worry about they have to get up so many times now because all the games that I've been playing is everybody's, as NATO said, oh, Super Bowl. They're going to get their best shot. Yeah. They're going to yeah, yeah. get their best shot. But, I don't think there's nothing wrong with what NATO said about that. No, I don't either. Not at all. Uh, but, uh, uh, well, you know, just like you said, you got to take one game at a time, and I'm sure Rick Barnes will have them ready. You know? yeah, if if Tennessee coach. were to win, people don't start saying, well, Alabama couldn't handle being number one. It's just the timing of this game with them coming off of two buzzer beaters, going there, and you're getting to be number one this week. The timing's not great. If they don't, if they're not successful, it had nothing to do with them uh, being cocky or their heads in the cloud. Just It's just a perfect storm for Tennessee. Hopefully, Alabama will go get the, go get the win, though. Exactly. I mean, it's would you say this would be a tougher win for them in that environment than at the jungle, they call it? No. I always called it the barn. Dad, no. this must be, be a tougher win than ten, than Auburn. Uh, the crowd won't be as tough as Auburn's crowd is. No. no, probably not. Wow, but there's so much more people can get in there, Coach. Yeah. 21,000-seat arena, that'd be crazy. Yeah, Alabama's gonna get everybody's best shot now, just like Barry said. Well, you that's know what, that. that's you what athletics is all about. That's yeah. what you, you want to be an important game because if you are, that means you're having a great season. That, that that's true, but uh, well, you sit there and look at that number twenty-five. You don't see no Duke. You don't see no North Carolina. You don't see no Kentucky. Boy, the pendulum has swung. At, uh, well, this year, you know, we'll see. You know. Things usually go back the way they're supposed to, but for right now, uh, North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky are all struggling. Yeah, Coach Williams. Uh, yeah, I know you weren't going to tell, tell me who turned Coach down, but uh, I heard a rumor that it was uh, the guy that used to be at Mississippi State, Joe Moorhead. Was it Oregon uh, offensive coordinator? No, it was not Joe Moorhead, no. Well, somebody somebody said that he did turn him down, but I didn't Well, somebody... somebody. Some, uh, he liked Joe. He got. He called Joe Moorhead, but yeah. I, I don't think that. I think they just talked. Joe Forehead, Moorhead. Oh, yeah, but hey, I, I'm happy with what he's got, and Coach knows what he's doing. And oh I, yeah, you're real happy because he hadn't played yet. <laughs> well, with his decision, sir. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not like that. You know, I trust in Coach, and I always have. You trust in he Nick. He wouldn't have the skin. Yeah, trust in Nick. He never, he never said a word about the offensive coordinator last year. Uh, no, uh, I didn't. Uh, you, I, oh, oh, you stumbled it on me. He said he didn't. I, I, no, I didn't, Coach. He, supported he stumbled him. before he said I didn't. He supported me. No, there. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I, 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 did, I, did, uh, I did not. You know, I thought it was up to Coach, whatever he wants to do. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, making a decision. No, I never – I thought he called an excellent game in the uh, bowl game. Yeah. You know? And it was defense. I never thought it was offense that got us beat. Defense got us beat. Yeah. Every time we lost, if you think about it. But you, you got Kevin. Steele. that many points, you're supposed to win. You got Kevin Steele now, so he'll he'll get hey, off his. I, I am fired up about Kevin Steele. He's gonna bring physicality back into the to, to the mix. So basically, there's nothing going on down there where 
I guess Freddie Roach is here to stay. I hadn't heard anything about him. Freddie Roach is good, so don't, <laughs> don't doubt about him. He can recruit. I like Freddie Roach. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, one more thing. When does spring uh, practice start? Uh, Joe, when's spring practice? <laughs> I, I don't know. They haven't announced it know. yet. I'm not sure. Probably about a month. They had Six I, weeks before 8 uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, that's it. That's a good answer, Joe. They got to get these uh, coordinators got to get in here and get up to snuff on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so. and I saw where he hired somebody to help him. Uh, yeah. Brief did. Yeah, that he probably – Coach probably good. said – all right, thank you, Bryce. Coach probably said uh, you can bring one guy with you who you want to bring. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of helpers nobody even knows about, son. Oh, yeah, they got so many guys over there. But you don't <laughs> I mean, ever – you don't ever see them in town. I don't. No, you have a defensive staff meeting or an offensive staff meeting. They're piled in, and so everybody wants to say, "Well, so and so, you know, want to run this." It, 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 it don't work that way. All right. All right. Later. Um, happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. Although the poll question said we're off. What the are hook. you going to end up doing? Nothing. Not Jack Diddley. Uh, I got a tumbler. I told her that I had to. I said, "Baby, you said we weren't going to do anything, but I, yours won't be ready till this afternoon." So. I'll tell you what I'm gonna get her later. I can't. She might be listening. Yeah, smart man. Yeah, first in main condos, three bedroom, three and a half baths, washer and dryer included. Located in the historic district of downtown Norport, beautiful area. There are two minutes to downtown, five minutes to the University of Alabama. Direct TV and internet are free with the condominium. They got uh, large patios with upper level river views. They're gated. They got security cameras, which are important this time of. These time, during these times. Also, the firstdomaincondos.com is the website. If you give them a call, 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard it on the Gary Harris Show or inside the locker room. Boom, one month free rent. That's a big-time savings right there. Alabama One, we talk about them each and every day, all their different products and services, the vehicle loans, the mortgage, the credit cards. But I like the people. The people will take great care of you. They'll find the best solution for you. So go to www.alabama.com. Bama One for all their different products and services. Great show today. Joe Kevin Scarbinski joined us. We had Justin and then we had Seth Greenberg. They absolutely knocked it out of the park. Any of the interviews you missed, go to the Podcast Center to pick those up. Uh, Joe, send me that Justin interview as well. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. This is home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.